So I want to welcome everybody this morning to another episode of Tea Time in the Word. Amen. I'm your host, Novelette Graham, and we are going to start with some worship this morning. Amen. As we normally do. So join with me. Amen. My new song this morning I'm going to be worshiping uh, to is by Uncle Reese, and it's called, um, you know, I'm going to dance. I'm going to praise until I pass out. So till I pass out is the name of it. All right. So come on, rock with me this morning. Hallelujah. Yeah, come on. tries to get on your back, you got to send up a praise and let the devil know that nothing's going to stop you, amen, from worshiping God. So we're going hard in the paint, amen, we're going hard in the paint with God. This is my song for this morning, my worship song, come on. We're going hard in the paint this morning to worship God, amen. Hard in the paint, amen. Yeah. Can go ahead and laugh at me. Come on. Woo. Come on, I'm getting my praise and I'm being set free. Come on. What I've been through. Hey. Come on, get your praise on. This is what I do. your praise on this morning. We're going to get ready for the word, but you know, we didn't lose ourselves, amen, when the devil tries to get on your back. you got to send up a praise and let the devil know that he's not keeping you down. Come on. I know everybody got different, you know, music they like to worship to. I love any kind of worship music. Come on. Come on, somebody say, gonna praise until I pass out. Come on, have you ever worshiped God until you just passed out? Come on. Until I pass out. Hard in the paint, hard in the paint. Woo. I'm going hard in the paint to worship God. Amen. The devil is a liar. He's trying to keep me down. But I'm still here. He tried to keep me from doing tea time in the word, but I'm still here. Hallelujah. Amen. Good morning, Camry. Good morning, people of God watching me on Facebook. Good morning. Hallelujah. Instagram family. Come on. Woo. I'm worshiping a holy God this morning, and the Bible says, make a joyful noise unto the Lord. Amen. Make a joyful noise. Hallelujah. Worship him in your living room. Worship him in your car. Worship him on the road. Worship him wherever you are. Amen. Come on. Send up a praise. Woo. Yeah. Come on. Woo. Yeah. Yeah. Come on. When you were in the world, you used to get down. I love to get down for God. I'm going to worship until I pass out. Woo. Worship until you pass out. Worship until I pass out. 
Whatever you do, do it with all your heart, all your might. Hallelujah. There's no difference. When you're worshiping God, you've got to give it your own. Hard in the pain. Come on. Yeah. Hard in the pain. Hard in the pain. Yeah, I'm radical for Christ. I love the Lord and I'm not going to take it back. Amen. There's no excuse this morning. Hallelujah. For worshiping God. I will worship him. Hallelujah. Glory to God. David said, I'll worship the Lord at all times and his praise shall continually be in my mouth. Come on, somebody just wave your hands and give God the glory. I see that Cameron, Cammy. Cammy says, yes, I will worship until I pass out. That is my new song. Hallelujah, my new jam. I'm going to worship until I pass out. Come on. I'll go hard in the paint, hard in the paint, hard in the paint. I'll go hard in the paint, hard in the paint. Come on. Do you go hard in the paint for God? The devil goes all out. Amen. The people of of the devil go all out. Why can't the people of God go all out? Come on. Somebody lift your hands and just worship the Lord. Hallelujah. Father, we want to thank you today. Hallelujah. For your goodness and your mercy. We want to thank you, God, for your grace because it endures forever from everlasting to everlasting. God, you are the most high God. And we praise you today, Lord, for who you are and for all you've done in our lives and for all that you're going to do. We just bless your name and Holy Spirit. We invite you into this tea time. We pray, God, that you would speak through me, speak to me, and you would bless your people this morning as they come into your presence to hear a word for the day. Lord, may you encourage their hearts today in Jesus' name. Amen. Glory to God. Amen. Good afternoon. Domo love. God bless you. Good afternoon to those watching me via Instagram and Facebook. I just want to share with you, amen, a quick word. Amen. We have been going through the book of Peter. We're at uh, chapter five. We're finishing up this book and we're going on to the second uh, book, amen, of Peter starting on Wednesday. So I want to give you a quick word as I normally do. Hallelujah. So first uh, Peter chapter five says that the elders, amen, which are among you, I exhort, amen. In other words, I give reverence to the people of God. I give reverence to the leaders that God has established in the body of Christ. We must lift up our leaders. Glory to God. They're our spiritual leaders. They're the ones that hearing from God to give us direction. Amen. Honor your pastors. Honor your prophets. Honor those that God has put in your midst. Amen. To bless you and to increase you. He says, who am also an elder and a witness of the sufferings of Christ and also a partaker of the glory that shall be revealed. Amen. Glory to God. How many people know that when we suffer with God, we shall also reign with him. Many people only focus on the suffering, but I want to remind you uh, to humble yourselves before God because the times that you will suffer, hallelujah, will not be able to compare to the glory of God that will be uh, bestowed upon your life. 
God has so much in store for us. Hallelujah. And he is waiting to see, are you going to endure your cross as Jesus endured the cross? The Bible says that Jesus endured even unto the death of the cross and God gave him a name that was above every name. Come on. What name will God ascribe to you? Will he call you friend today? Will he call you faithful? Will he call you beloved? Will he call you blessed? Will he call you favored? What name will God ascribe to you? Better yet, what name do you want God to ascribe to you? How do you want God to see you? However you want God to see you will depend on the amount of energy and labor you put into your Christianity. How you want God to see you will depend on your determination to live holy for Almighty God. Hallelujah. I want to encourage you today, hallelujah, to esteem and strive for a name, not just your physical name, but a name that God will ascribe to you as blessed and highly favored. When you are blessed and highly favored of God, things become easier in your life. I didn't tell you that you're not going to have obstacles or that you're not going to have struggles, but one thing is for sure, when you are blessed and highly favored of God, uh, then God will increase you. He will deliver you. He will multiply you. He will heal you. He will give you peace. He will give you joy. Whatever you need. Hallelujah. God's got it. You know, people go through all kinds of things in their lives. But if they would just get into the presence of Almighty God, they would find out that in God's presence, there is joy. In God's presence, there is peace. I want to let you know that if you're going through things in your life, the way to get over it is to get into the presence of God. The way to get over your struggles is to throw yourself literally before the presence of God. Get on your knees, lock yourself up in your room, get in there and cry before the Lord. David said, this poor man cried and the Lord heard him and delivered him from all his troubles. Are you going through trials and tribulations? Is your heart broken? Are you hurting today? If you are, get into your prayer closet and just cry before God. Many of us, we hold on to so much. We carry the load. We carry the burden all, you know, upon ourselves and God is saying, cast your cares and your burdens upon me because I care for you. We need to learn how to cry out to God. You see, there are different levels of prayer. Many of us just pray surface prayers, which is, you know, going to bed. We say our, our traditional prayer, Father, forgive us, come into our heart, whatever. We play, pray this traditional prayer. Uh, but the, there is a prayer that is different. There is a prayer that comes from your spirit, a a prayer of moaning and a prayer of groaning. When you are going through some stuff in your life where you need to get God's attention, you need to come from the outer courts of prayer and get into the inner courts of prayer and begin to cry unto God with everything in you. Glory to God. The Bible says Jesus, he prayed so hard that blood came from his pores. We need to move from the outer courts of prayer. Come on, somebody 
and get into the inner court of prayer where we get God's attention. If you really need something from God, you cannot afford to just pray, uh, you know, just this, you know, flimsy prayer. You need to get down and begin to get your knees, your hands, everything dirty in prayer and cry unto God with a, with a voice of triumph. Cry unto God with travail. Cry unto God and say, Lord, I need you and don't get up off your knees until you get your deliverance. Uh, many people, they go into the prayer closet, but they come out the same way that they went in because they don't stay there until God delivers them. You have to wrestle with God. I talked about it in my last uh, podcast, whatever you want to call it. Glory to God about wrestling with God. We need to have a wrestling with God mentality. When I want something from God, I'm going to give you how I get things from God. When I want something from God, I go to God on my knees and I tell God that there is no other alternative. I say, God, you have to do this for me because I am not accepting any other alternative. What kind of prayer is that? That is a prayer of faith. Believing God. When God sees uh, that you are believing him with all of your heart, you're depending on him, you're trusting him, and you're grabbing a hold of him and demanding that he move in your situation. That is what we call wrestling with God. There is nothing wrong, children of God and people of God, with wrestling with God. Jacob wrestled with God. Hallelujah. I feel my help. Jacob wrestled with God until God, hallelujah, uh, you know, either had to give up or give in. Come on, somebody. The Bible says that he wrestled so hard, amen, that God had to put a limp in him in order for him to let go. Amen. Jacob was not going to let go until God blessed him. We need to have that kind of mentality. We have a give up mentality. It is time for the people of God to stop having a give up mentality. We must learn to fight to the bitter end until we get what we want. Many of us, we're praying to God for our children. We're praying for a deliverance. We're praying for a breakthrough or we're praying for something specific, a job. And many of us, we stop believing in ourselves because maybe it didn't come right away when you pray. God does does not always answer. I taught on this the other day. God does not always answer when we pray, but he always answers. Sometimes God says not yet. And when he says not yet to us, many of us take it as no. It's not a no. It's just a not yet. God is testing you. Hallelujah. God is testing to see, are you going to give up? Are you going to stand strong? Are you going to believe in him? And are you going to wait for him? Hallelujah. Glory to God. Are you going to humble yourself in the sight of God until he blesses you? I want to tell you something. There is something powerful about humility. When we learn to humble ourselves before God and say, God, I am going to hang on uh, to you until you bless me, then you will see the manifest power of God. We have to have a spirit like Job. Job says, though he slay me, 
yet will I trust him. We must learn, hallelujah, to hold on to God no matter what we're going through. After all, the alternative is no better. If you give up on God, what are you going to do? If you give up on God, your situation is still going to be the same. It's not going to change. And so you have somebody that's able to change your situation. Why would you give up? It is time for you to hold on, dig your deep, your heels in deep. The Bible says that when you go through the valley of Becca, dig a well. The Valley of Baca represents hardship. When you are going through hard times in your life, you need to dig your heels down in prayer. Glory to God and demand that God bless you and tell the Lord, I'm not going to leave and I'm not going to stop bothering you until you bless me. Hey man, come on somebody. We must have a wrestling attitude. Amen. Glory to God. But in humility, humility means to, to trust God. Hallelujah. And to have faith in God. Just because you wrestle with God does not mean that you cannot be humble before God. When you're wrestling, you still have to wait. And so your humility comes in your waiting. Amen. Glory to God. And so the Lord is you know, saying to us that we must learn to stand strong as we go through our struggles. Amen. Glory to God and our suffering, even as Christ went through his struggles and his suffering. Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. The Bible says that we must be steadfast. Many of us are, you know, we're looking for God to increase us financially. Glory to God. But even in waiting for an increase and in find a uh, financial increase in our lives, we must ensure, amen, that we don't engage in certain kind of practices for filthy lucre. Amen. We must still have, amen, uh, our, our uh, what would I say? We must still have integrity, amen, before God. Even though you are, you know, looking for a financial increase in your life, do not engage in things that have no integrity. As children of God, we must be children of integrity. This is how we humble before God. When you are waiting in God, you wait in integrity, you wait in patience, you wait in praise, and you wait, hallelujah, on the blessings of the Lord. If you will do that, the blessings of the Lord will be sure upon your life. Faith moves the hand of God. There is nothing more attractive to God than when he sees faith, hallelujah, in the heart of a believer. Come on, somebody. There is nothing more attractive to God than faith and humility. Glory to God as we wait upon the Lord, they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength and will mount up with wings as eagles. What does it mean to mount up? It means that God is going to bless you. God is going to increase you and give you blessings upon blessings upon blessings. Your blessings are sure if you will learn to stand. Amen. The Bible says that after you've done all that you can, when you've prayed, and when you have fought with God, when you have wrestled with God, when you have done everything and now you're weak, you're exhausted, there's nothing more. This is the time where you lay down and you say, God, I give up. I'm not doing nothing else. I'm not moving. Hallelujah. Until you bless me. I'm good for that. Amen. I'll tell you what. Glory to God. My car uh, just went down the other day. Amen. And, and I just said, you know what, Lord, I'm done. I am not moving this car. I'm not paying for this car to get fixed. I'm not doing anything, God. You're going to 
gonna have to bless me. Why? I'm a child of the king. Glory to God. And everything belongs to God. We stress ourselves too much and we do not learn to rely on God. The Bible says our heavenly father wants to give us good gifts, but we do not ask. We do not wait. Amen. We don't suffer. Amen. Hallelujah. We want everything right now. But God is saying that if you will be patient in your struggle, I will bless you. Amen. Glory to God. I will bless you. And so he says, amen, humble yourselves, amen, before, therefore under the mighty hand of God, hallelujah, that he may exalt you in due time. Notice the key word here, hallelujah, in due time. I was reading from 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 6, humble yourselves, therefore under the mighty hand of God. What does it mean under the mighty hand of God? It means that God is the potter and you're the clay. Oftentimes, some of the things that we're going through in our lives, we don't understand it, but God is allowing us to go through it. So he is with us. Sometimes he will allow these things in our lives because he is proving us. He is testing us. He is molding us and he is shaping us. Do not despise your trials because your trials are the making of the man or the woman of God. Amen. Anything that is beautiful and, and worthwhile goes through pressure. Amen. Precious stones and diamonds go through pressure in order to bring out the beauty. God wants to bring out the beauty in you. Amen. He wants to bring out the beauty of your salvation. He wants to bring out the beauty in your spirit. The Bible says that there are treasures hidden in earthen vessels. What does that mean? There is things inside of you, good things inside of you that has not come out yet. There are good things inside of you that the world has not seen. There are good things inside of you that you haven't even seen about yourself. And so God is about the perfecting of the man or the woman of God. And so he will bring things in your life, amen, to pressure you. He'll even bring people in your lives to rub you the wrong way in order to bring out, hallelujah, a more peaceful spirit. Because when you have to go through pressure all the time, you have to figure out a way how to deal with the pressure, amen. And sometimes God wants you to say, God, I'm gonna let go and let God. There are some people that they have to be on top of everything. They're the, they have to be in control of their lives. Glory to God. And these are the people that God wants to teach them how to let go and let God. Many of the stresses that we have in our lives is because we don't know how to let go and let God. We want to do everything for ourselves. We need to make it happen now. You need to do this for me now. Instead of praying and asking God, hallelujah, to do it for you and to do it in his time and to do it his way and learn to just relax and lay back in God. There is something about when you are peaceful in the presence of God. My God, God will do things uh, when there is peace in your environment and in your atmosphere. God does not d dwell in strife. Many of us are at strife and at war, even in our own selves. And God is saying, just relax, let go, amen, and let me do it for you. Let me take care of that situation for you. Amen. Glory to God. And so he says, humble yourselves under the mighty hand 
of God, not just the hand of God, but mighty, showing you that God is able to do exceedingly and abundantly above what you can ever imagine or ask for. God is able. He is mighty and powerful. Amen. Glory to God. And he says that he will exalt you in due time. Amen. There is a season for everybody. And there's a season for everything to be done in your life. Amen. There is a season. God has an appointed time for you for your deliverance. God has an appointed time for you for your breakthrough. God has an appointed time for you for your healing. God has an appointed time for you for your blessing. Have you ever wondered at some points in your life how things just came so easy? The reason why things came easy in that season was because it was your season of blessing. It was your season of increase. It was your season of exaltation. God will exalt you in due time. Humble yourselves under the mighty hand of God. And he says, what cast your cares? Cast it, throw it, give it all to him. Cast your cares and your burdens upon him. Amen. For he careth for you. God is concerned about you. God is concerned about your life. God is concerned about your happiness. God is concerned about your future. Come on, somebody. God is concerned about your children. So he says, cast your cares upon him for he cares for you. Amen. What happens when you care for somebody? You step in. Amen. You will defend that person. Amen. God is your defense. God is your refuge and your strength. He is a very present help in times of need. Come on, Psalms 46. Amen. Glory to God. Call upon the Lord. Psalms 121. I will look to the hills from whence cometh my help. Your help comes from the Lord who made heaven and earth. Think about that. He made heaven and earth. That means everything is subjected to almighty God. Even this pandemic is subjected to almighty God. When God gets ready, every pandemic, every evil, everything in your life has to move. Glory to God. And so we hide ourselves in God. We hide ourselves in the rock of our salvation. There are people worried about this pandemic. You don't need to worry about the pandemic. Hide yourself in God. Hallelujah. If you hide yourself in God, you are covered. Amen. Hallelujah. Hide yourself in God and walk in wisdom. You don't have nothing to worry about. You know, I was thinking about this pandemic yesterday. And I said, God, it seems like this thing is not going anywhere anytime soon. And everybody is at risk. Glory to God. Everybody is at risk. But then the Lord showed me that if you cover yourself in God, hallelujah, the more you cover yourself in God, you don't have to worry about nothing because God is your son and shield. He is your protector. Amen. Glory to God. He will defend you against your unseen enemy. And here's something that the Lord revealed. He said, people are, are worried about this pandemic because 
because they can't see it. Amen. Let me show you the revelation of God. God said to me, people are worried about the pandemic because they can't see the unseen enemy. But every day, God says, there's an unseen enemy, but we don't think about it. When you get in your car, the Lord showed me that there's an unseen enemy on, on the roadways. You don't know, amen, when somebody's going to come in your lane, knock over your car, and try to take your life. Amen. We just don't know. Whenever we leave the house, you never know what's going to happen. So we always have an unseen enemy. So God showed me that the only thing that this pandemic has done is bring the unseen enemy to the forefront so that everybody is thinking now about this unseen enemy. But God says that we need to think about the unseen enemy all the time. This conversation I was having with God last night as I was driving home at like 2 a.m. in the morning, he says, we need to think about the unseen enemy at all times because he said, in the midst of life, we're always in death. Death is, is there at the, at an instant. Amen. But we don't think about that. Death is there at an instant. And so he says, we need to always think about the unseen enemy. Don't just think about the pandemic as being the danger. Don't think about the virus as being the danger. The enemy, uh, Satan, the Bible says, is like a roaring lion. We don't see Satan. We don't see his attacks. And so we're always at risk. Uh, amen. Of the unseen enemy. So Christians ought not to be afraid of the pandemic. Glory to God. What we need to do is humble ourselves before God, hide ourselves in God, and just be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might and have faith in God that he will protect us and he will keep us from all danger. The Bible says in Psalms 91 that he will give his angels charge over you to keep you in all of your ways. When when you are walking with God, he has assigned angels. I want to let everybody know this is the word of God. When you are walking with God, he has assigned angels over you uh, to keep charge of you in all of your ways that you will not dash a foot against a stone. Here's the example. Have you ever been in an accident and you don't know how you got out of that? I've been in that. Glory to God. I've been on the highway where my car has spun out and heading straight into a guardrail. Hey Amen. And I cry out to God. I said, Lord, you're going to let my car hit the guardrail. And just like that, the car just spun around the other way and just stopped. Amen. Glory to God. Engine shut down. Glory to God. I got out of my car to the side. Couldn't start my car. Somebody came and helped and then started the car and the car start. The, literally the God shut the engine down. Amen. And stopped that car so I didn't hit that guardrail. Why? Who did that? The angels of the Lord that were assigned to me. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Kept me from danger. I've been ejected out of a vehicle and ended up in a patch of grass when there's hardly any grass on the highway. Why? Because the angels of the Lord kept me. Glory to God. Amen. When I was done, there wasn't even a scratch just a little scratch on my on my foot amen no harm to me people could not understand the vehicle was going 120 miles and i was literally ejected out the vehicle and i'm still here god will assign angels to you when you commit your life to god hallelujah i want to tell somebody that you do not need to be worried about your life in this pandemic the bible says in colossians chapter 
chapter 3 that your life is hidden in God. And when God who shall appear or Christ shall appear, then shall your, you also appear with him. Your life, amen, is hidden in God. Your everlasting life is in God. So you don't need to worry about your life. So, uh, Matthew 6, 33 says, don't worry, amen, what you're going to eat, what you're going to drink, amen. Don't worry about nothing. Because if God takes care of the very lilies of the field and takes care of the sparrows, how much more precious are you than the lilies and the sparrow? And so God has promised to watch over you. Come on. I want to speak to you, Cammy. Glory to God. Don't worry about your situation. God has an appointed time for you when you will get through with all your papers to go. Your end is sure. Amen. And what God has for you is good. He says in Jeremiah 29, 11, that I have good for you. Amen. Plans to prosper you and to bring you to an expected end. You have an expected end. God is going to bring you through to your expected end. Hallelujah. All you need to do is praise God while you wait. Amen. Praise God while you wait. Glory to God. Humble yourselves under the mighty hand of God. When you are going through a storm and through a situation in your life, you need to learn how to praise. That's the problem. The church of God does not know how to praise. The children of God do not know how to praise. When you know that you're a child of God and that God is on your side, somebody, hallelujah, no matter what you're going through, come on, you put a praise on it. No matter what you're going through, you put a shout on it. No matter what you're going through, hallelujah, you say, I will bless the Lord at all times. And his praise shall continually be in my mouth. Come on, somebody. God wants you to praise him no matter what you're going through. We've got to learn to praise our, our, our way out. Amen. We must learn to praise our way out of the situation that we are in. Come on, somebody. There is victory in your praise. The Bible says, put on the garment of praise. What does that mean? Hallelujah. It means clothe yourself in praise. You put it on. How do you put on the garment of praise? By lifting your hands and saying, God, I praise you no matter what I'm going through. God, I lift you up today. Hallelujah. In the middle of my circumstance and in my struggle, God, I believe you and I believe that you are going to deliver me from my troubles. Hallelujah. When you learn to praise God in your struggle, then you will see the face of God. You will see the hand of God upon your life. Amen. Glory to God. And so he says, cast your cares and your burdens on him. He says, be sober. The word sober means be aware, understand, glory to God, what God is saying. Understand the season uh, that you're in. Understanding the power of almighty God upon your life. Understand the power of God to change your situation in a moment, in the twinkling of an eye. Come on, somebody. It does not take God long to change your situation. It does not take God long to elevate you from zero to abundance. Hallelujah. Glory to God. It does not take long, my God, for him to lift you up and put you on solid ground. Yes, Cammy. Amen. God bless you. 
Hallelujah. Glory to God. So it says, be sober, be vigilant. The word vigilant means, amen, uh, to, to be active, uh, to fight back. Amen. Glory to God. To be courageous. God wants us to be strong and to be courageous and to stand in him, to stand, amen, steadfast, amen, in the things of God, steadfast in the power of God, steadfast in your faith and steadfast that God is going to deliver you prosper you amen and lift you up and take you higher amen so he says be steadfast be vigilant because he says your enemy uh the devil is like a roaring lion walking about seeking whom he may devour so what does it mean to be vigilant means to be aware and to be on guard for the enemy don't be caught off guard amen hallelujah we know that we have an adversary we know that Satan uh, is going to try to bring us down, break us down, hallelujah, destroy us mentally, physically, emotionally. Come on, somebody. We know that the enemy is going to do all of this. And so when these things come at us, when, when struggles and the cares of life come at us, don't buckle underneath these things. Don't begin to cry. Learn to go on your knees and cry to God. Many of us are too easy to cry, but we're diff it's hard for us to cry unto the Lord. Amen. Cry unto the Lord. Don't cry to people. Don't call people on the phone and tell them all about it. The first thing you need to do is go on your hands and knees and begin to pour out your soul before God. Why? Because he cares for you and he wants you to be happy. Amen. God will move heaven and earth for those that really trust him and live for him. The Bible says that we are the apple of his eye. When you're the apple of God's eye, he will fight for you. My God, he will defend you. Amen. And he will break down every wall, every barrier, every trick, every trap, and every arrow of the enemy. He will break it. Hallelujah. So that you can have victory over your life. Amen. Glory to God. And so we need to learn. Amen. Glory to God. Tanika. We need to learn to be humble. Hallelujah. Unto God. To learn to wait upon the Lord. To learn. Hallelujah. To hold to his unchanging hands. And to trust him at all times. No matter what you are going through. You must learn to trust God. Amen. Hallelujah. And be steadfast and unmovable. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Casting your cares upon him. Be vigilant, he says, for your adversary, the devil, is like a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour. What do we need to be vigilant in? We need to be vigilant in reading the word of God. We need to be vigilant in prayer. Amen. We need to be vigilant in fasting. We need to be vigilant in praising. We need to be vigilant in worshiping God. We need to be vigilant in our faith. Hallelujah. Many of us struggle. We're, you know, oscillating back and forth in our faith. But God wants us to be steadfast in our faith. Who are we having faith in? Almighty God. What are we having faith in? That God will deliver us. That God will come through for us. That God will make a way for us. Amen. Glory to God. And he will sustain us even in the trials and through the storm. So he says, be vigilant. Amen. Glory to God. For the adversary is trying to devour you. Whom he says, resist steadfast in the faith. You resist him by just holding on. 
Satan does not like it when you stand in faith. Amen. Glory to God. Satan's whole agenda is to struggle, make you struggle in your faith. He wants to cripple you, amen, and make you have a spirit of unbelief. So when you stand steadfast in your faith, no matter what is going on, no matter what he throws at you, when you learn to praise God, hallelujah, in the midst of your storm, these things confuse the enemy, amen, glory to God, and make him run away with his tail between his legs because he will say, I cannot conquer her. I cannot conquer him, my God. And so he goes away. He's going to come back with a few more demons, amen, to try to test your faith again. But you still need to be steadfast. You still need to be strong in the Lord. You still need to hold on to your faith. Come what may and God will deliver you. Amen. Glory to God. He says, I want you to understand this. Amen. In verse nine, it says the same afflictions that you go through. Amen. It says your brethren have gone through it. Many of us act like God, why me? Glory to God. Why is this happening to me? But I guarantee if you go and ask some other people, they're going through their own struggles too. It may not be the exact same thing, but they're being tested. They're being tried. They're being proven because I told you that the testing, amen, the testing is the making of the man or the woman of God. Amen. God bless you, Tanika. Amen. Amen. So we are being tested every single day. So don't say, God, why me? Hallelujah. But learn to put your hands up and said, God bless me in this struggle. God bless me in this trial. And you know what, God, forget about blessing me, but I bless you in this struggle. I bless you in this trial. Man, when you begin to praise God, when you're going through, the devil gets so confused. He's like, what is going on here? I am trying to break this woman down. I'm trying to break this man down and they're just praising God. Sometimes when I'm going through some stuff, I run around my house and I begin to praise. Come on, somebody. Sometimes I let a war cry out. I just scream, how? And the devil, hallelujah, gets confused. And all that was going on in my atmosphere just begins to shut down. Amen. If there was strife in the atmosphere, it just begins to shut down. Sometimes we need to make a shout. The Bible says when the people were going around the walls of Jericho, amen, glory to God, at the seventh time, they made a shout. And what happened? The walls fell down. The walls, the spiritual walls in your life will begin to fall down when you begin to praise God in your struggle. Amen. Glory to God. Praise God in your struggle. Amen. Hallelujah. So the Bible says that the enemy is going around. Amen. He's trying to devour you. Uh, whom resists the steadfast in the faith, knowing that the same affliction happens to your brethren that are in the world. Amen. Glory to God. But the God of all grace, it says, who has called us onto this eternal glory, by Christ Jesus. Here's the important thing. Don't get off this line until you get this. He says that the God of all grace who has called us onto his eternal glory by Christ Jesus. Here he says, after you have suffered a while, come on somebody. 
make you perfect, strengthen you, settle you, and establish you. So here we go. The suffering comes first, but everybody, nobody likes the suffering. We all want to skip out on the suffering. We want to say, God, get me out of this thing. God, deliver me. And God, if you don't do it right now, I'm out. But God is saying that if you will stay in your struggle, if you will stay in your fire, amen, glory to God, not only am I making you, amen, glory to God, by breaking you, I will make you, but here's what's going to happen. If you will stay through your struggle, see the storm through. He says that I am going to uh, make you perfect. Amen. He, in other words, he's going to perfect everything that concerns you. Whatever you've been praying for, whatever you've been hoping for, God is going to bring it to pass in your life. You just need to learn to be patient. He didn't tell you when it's going to happen, but he said that it's a guarantee that after you suffer a while, I am going to perfect you. I am going to establish you. I'm going to strengthen you. Glory to God. There's something that happens when you learn to endure suffering. There's a strength that comes inside of you, amen, and a character building that happens in you. And some of us are actually realized things about ourselves. They're like, man, I didn't know I was that strong, amen, glory to God. I used to cry about everything, uh, but now I learn to go through situations, amen, and praise God. I don't have tears anymore. I'm going to tell you the truth. When I was younger, in my 20s, glory to God, everything that would happen to me, I would have a pity party. I'm not going to, I would have a pity party. And one day I sat in my car outside my building having a pity party. And I was like, God, it's my party and I'll cry if I want to. Literally, I said that to God. And I heard the spirit of the Lord just dealing with my heart. And I just said, you know what? I said, this is going to be the last pity party I'm ever going to have. I said, Novelette, you dry up your tears right now. Amen. Because God is able. And I stopped crying over everything. And I learned to praise God through my struggles. People will, you know, they don't understand. They'll see me in church, tears rolling down my face and my hands lifted. And that's because I'm going through stuff. But I'm learning that when you praise God, when you're going through stuff, this is how you get the blessings of God. The secret is in your praise. Amen. Hallelujah. And so everybody's looking at me like I'm crazy. But God, Amen. Would just be blessing me. He would just be administering peace uh, into my spirit. And you know what would happen? All of a sudden, I started getting breakthrough after breakthrough in my life. Glory to God. But I have had years of struggling. People, a lot of people don't know. I've struggled in everything. I'm telling you, there was like witchcraft spirits against my life. And if I wanted to do anything that you would normally do and get through, I had to struggle 10 times. Glory to God. I've struggled with my children. I have been financially broke poor, busted, everything. Glory to God. But I have learned to praise God. And by praising God, one, I got a prophetic word and it was this word. Um, a prophet said to me, he says, here's the word that God has given you for your life. And it was this word. He says, after you have suffered a while, amen, I will settle you. I will strengthen you, amen. I will perfect you. And I grabbed the whole of that word. And now I'm understanding that as I go through my seasons with God, amen, glory to God, he is moving me from strength to strength and from glory to glory. He is starting to establish and to settle me, amen, glory to God. So I'm gonna encourage you today. I'm gonna end it right there. I'm gonna encourage you today. Stay in your suffering. 
praise God in your suffering. Be humble before God and your humility will bring, amen, your elevation. Your humility will cause God to recognize you and your humility will cause God to bless you. Amen. God is still in the blessing business. If you will just trust him and just don't give up in your trial, do not throw up your hands. Do not give up on your goals. Do not give up on your dreams. Do not give up on your healing. Do not give up on anything. Amen. That God, you are, you are, you know, seeking God for. Do not give up, people of God, but hold on to God's unchanging hands. I want to say a quick prayer for you. Amen. Glory to God. I see everything is running low here on me today, but I want to say a quick prayer. Father God, I thank you for every single person watching or listening. Hallelujah. Via audio uh, podcast or watching me on Facebook, Instagram, wherever they're watching today. God, I pray that your people would get a hold of this word and this word would get a hold of them. That God, it would go into their spirit, man, and it would begin to bear fruit. Teach us how to Humble ourselves under the mighty hand of God and teach us how to wait upon you, Lord God, for they that wait upon you shall renew their strength and mount up with wings as eagles. So God bless us today in our going out and in our coming in from this time forth and even forevermore. In Jesus' name, amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. If there's anybody that uh, you know, wants to receive Christ. Amen. You can put it in the text. Amen. Glory to God. And I will pray for you, but I pray that the almighty God will continue to keep his hands upon your life and that he will increase you and establish you this day in Jesus name. Amen. And amen.